now I get to introduce our speaker, Todd Benjamin Lout. We love you, Todd. I get embarrassed with these introductions. Uh, yeah, I, I want to actually say something a little bit more about what Faber's doing. Um, I, I want to give a testimony, actually, about that type of thing. Uh, and thank you, Russ. You're so gracious with introductions. I, I, just, I just get a little embarrassed. You know, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, we had our youth group do something very similar. Um, and I'm talking about writing out words ahead of time for people you don't know who it's going to go to. We, we did a, a, an exercise uh, where one of our youth group nights, um, we all wrote prophetic words. We, we prayed and asked the Lord to give us something on strips of paper. You'll remember this, Tammy. And we, we put them in balloons. We put them inside a balloon. <laughs> and then on Friday night, we went out to Hacienda Movie Theater. And uh, we just asked God, you know, who should this balloon go to? Who should? We didn't know what was inside because we just shoved them all in there. Um, and, um, some of our kids also brought paintings they had done during worship at youth group. Um, and so we did this and, you know, some people thought, thanks for the balloon with the, you know, fortune balloon. <laughs> and, um, uh, but you know, most people thought it was pretty cool. Um, two of our kids went up to two ladies that were standing there and gave, uh, one of them a balloon and also felt to give her, give her one of the paintings that they did. Um, and that was that, you know. And then a couple weeks later, I get an email from that one of those two ladies who looked us up. Um, where, where is that youth group from, you know, and, um, and wrote a letter to me and said that she is from Cornerstone over there, that gigantic church, you know, here in town. And um, she was standing there with a Buddhist friend of hers that night. And uh, <laughs> she uh, popped her balloon and felt like it was for her friend. And so her, she gave it to her friend. And um, No, I'm sorry. Her friend popped the balloon. She received the painting. And the friend got really ministered to by that thing in the balloon. It was so specific for her. And she had never heard of anybody doing this ever, but it did something to her. And then she was intrigued by the painting that her Christian friend received. And so they discussed it. And she said it opened wide these doors uh, to minister to this lady. And um, I never found out, you know, more, except that she, she became wide open. And she was very, very receptive to talking about Jesus. So that, what you're doing, mm, it's awesome. <laughs> Uh, we started off the service tonight, the worship service, with some prayer for sickness because I was sick and, um, and uh, my wife is home sick right now and, uh, and there were others in this body that I heard of, about that was sick. So we, we had some good prayer, yeah, at the beginning. But I was curious, um, since many more have come since that time, is there anybody in here that is feeling sickness trying to get on you? Or somebody close to you in your family? Oh, you? What? Yeah. I mean, something trying, you know, tickling happening or whatever. Okay. Um, I just, I felt like we should pray one more time. Um, 
really odd that, you know, my wife, uh, Karina, she got sick yesterday, and, um, and I was like, I ain't getting that. And then today I, I did too, and, but it, it kind of manifested in a different way. But then um, at one point she said, but I have this really weird pain in my side. Like I wonder if I'm having a, uh, a uh, kidney stone. And I said, me too. On the same, just in the same place. So that's when we went, all right, we're praying. Something's up, you know. So we pray, started praying um, and prayed for all y'all. But I just want to pray again because I just really don't want any of us to be sick on Christmas or any of that stuff, right? So I thank you, God. Um, let's just agree. Thank you, God, for um, healing power. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father, that your word says the believers lay hands on the sick and they will recover, God. And, and when we do it, we see it sometimes, sometimes we don't, but you still said it. So you're up to something, and we trust that. And we thank you, Father. We, you also said when two agree as touching anything, it's done. We're agreeing in this room, two or more, we're agreeing in this room, God, that all sickness in this body will be gone. All of it. No more sickness in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus. And I declare the blood of Jesus over this church family and all of our friends. In Jesus' name, all of our family members, for safety. Thank you for this, this next couple of weeks of celebrating. And we thank you for safety all through that. It's all about you. We love you. <clears throat> Amen. So, <laughs> this has the potential to be the most spontaneous time of preaching you'll, you'll ever be in. Because, <laughs> uh, it's true. <laughs> when, when we have meetings and Brent says, uh, you know, any of you want to preach? I'm like, oh yeah, I've always got something really burning on me and um <clears throat> this time around uh, i said yeah sure and then he said let's let's do you know can you do something about christmas i went okay and uh uh not that i don't like the christmas message of course but i always i have this weird thing where i don't ever like to do anything typical at anything i've always been this way all through high school i dressed really weird and um i did and um I just, I didn't want to do anything typical. And same with um, even just preaching the Christmas message, you know. So it, so it blocks me sometimes, you know. So all this past, you know, week and a half, I've been coming to God. Will you help me to, to declare your word about this season the right way? And, um, but in a unique way that, that pleases my weird little hang up there. And, uh, <laughs> And blank, just blank, blank, and then lots of busyness taken over and, and more blank about this message tonight. Um, and, and the one thing I was thinking about was, was the Advent, and um, my daughter and I were talking about it the other day, but that's what Brent preached about last week. And um, so I, I'm, I'm just wanting to tell you something that I feel is really on God's heart for you, that he spoke to me while I was sitting in the theater watching Rogue One last night. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I am a Star Wars geek. I'm not to the level of, like, I know every single planet name 
and uh, right off the cuff and all that kind of thing, but I am pretty much a Star Wars geek. I remember going to see the very first one. This has nothing to do with this message. Uh, but I still feel giddy every time I see, you know, episode four, The New Hope, the first one that was ever made. So last night, phew, wow, it's got to go see it. It's really neat. Did you see it yet? Huh? Clayton, of course he did. Yes. It's just fun. It's a side story, but it brings little tie-ins here and there. It's really neat. Anyway, God ambushed me, though, during uh, that movie. and Because uh, uh, even then, I was going, I have some ideas, but nothing. I'm getting drawing blanks all the time. I want to bless Blazing Fire with, with some good truth here, you know? And... Um, so I, I kind of lifted up my heart even during that movie. And I was like, what, Lord? And, and in the movie, all I heard was, you know, the, you guys celebrate this as Jesus' birthday, you know? And, um, and, you, and, and, I, and, I, uh, and I believe with all my heart that God loves the way we celebrate, you know? And um, there's definitely people that can take it to a place where they leave him completely out, of course. But the, most of us, the way we do in the Christian world, um, celebrate by giving to each other, just having hope. You know, hope seems to build up during this time. I believe God likes that. But last night, he um, talked to me and said, but what would you like to give Jesus, you know? Um, and then I just, I heard in my heart his inheritance, you know? And do you know what that is? Us. Yeah, it's people, it's souls, it's us. And I started getting really weepy, you know. Karina might have thought I was crying over some X-wing fighter, but I was, I was getting <laughs> really touched by the Lord. And then we went to Chick-fil-A after, and I'm sitting there feeling it more. We were walking in, and I, oh, oh, oh yeah, I want to give you your inheritance. Um, and that's what I wanted to talk about and pray about tonight. Because um, I also heard the word prayer meeting. So um, we're going to have a little bit of one, a little bit of a prayer meeting, all right? Um, but first I wanted to point out something. I wanted to completely, can you put a pause on what I, everything I just said? <laughs> we do like to practice the prophetic around here. And, um, and I, just, I just had this, I hope this is okay with this person because I didn't ask permission. Um, but I just met a guy during this handshake happy time who's sitting on the front row and um and there was just something cool about his spirit to me that was sticking out even all through the worship time um so i just had to meet him but let's pray for him yeah just for fun his name is kyle kyle and um let, let everyone see your your handsome face there you go kyle Kyle looked us up at 4 o'clock this afternoon and showed up here. Um, but I just thought, you know, how fun would it be to just extend our hands and pray for a perfect stranger, Kyle. So thank you, God. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold this mic out in case just a couple of you getting some short words, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you for Kyle, God. We, we, we just bless um, him. We, th we bless you, God, for creating Kyle with a purpose and a plan, 
not to harm him, but to give him hope in a future. And you are his hope, God. Thank you, Father. That's a glorious expectancy. That's what hope is. And we thank you for flooding Kyle with all this hope. Thank you, Jesus. We, we just bless you. We, we ask, God, that you would um, pave a road of favor in front of him. Just roll out a red carpet in front of him, God, of favor. Um, let him hear your voice, God. My personal prayer for Kyle is that he would be, he would always answer the call to the secret place with you, always, always, and that his heart would just long for it, to be in the secret place with you. Kyle likes truth, and that's where he'll get a lot of truth. So thank you, Jesus. Bless this guy. Bless his coming and going. So Kyle, when I first saw you, um, one of my first questions was, are you Russ and Susan's son? And he was like, no, but I can't be. That's what he said. And I was like, but... Um, I don't know. I'm stepping out here like for real, for real on faith. I don't know if this is true about you. Is it like your heart's desire to see people not just healed on the inside, on the outside, but on the inside too, like hearts healed and like hearts transformed and for people to like really truly have joy deep, deep within. Like, I feel like that's a heart's desire of yours to really walk in that and see that happen to people. Maybe that's why I asked if you're Russ and Susan's son, because that's what they specialize in really getting people to a place of healing and really seeing Jesus so that their hearts are healed and their hearts are fixed. And so I see that over you, like all over you. And you felt like family. You said perfect stranger. I was like, he feels like family to me. So I want to just bless you in the name of Jesus that he will give you, um, that, that God would give you the anointing to be able to go very deep, but very gently with people and just sit with them and walk through things with them in the name of Jesus. And the healing would just come to and through you in Jesus name. Short, Kyle. I just uh, heard that that you were made for soaring. Um, I just feel like you have um, God made your spirit to soar. So um, that's it. That's why I do like to get the mic because we get to do you know whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> If you get more things for Kyle, tell him after church. Um, so, cool. All right, I'll tell one goofy little dumb story that has to, to nude with nothing, and then I'll get back to this. Um, I, I only thought of this story just now because Zach uh, is back there, and um, Zach, who went to Africa with me, spit, and, uh, and um, Zach might be wondering why I'm wearing this shirt. Uh, because I purchased it when I was with Zach, um, but uh, I'll I'll tell real quick. We were we were in Africa, and um, on our way back from Africa, we did a little stopover in Amsterdam for a day, and um, stayed the night in Amsterdam. Sarah Jean was there with us, and uh, and um, it was really cold, really cold, and it was in July or May, right? May, June, May, and. Uh, it's really cold, but I have never done a stopover before. I'm the one who planned this. I'm like, yes, I did a good job, except I didn't realize that you have to plan for your luggage to come with you on a stopover. 
you know? So we didn't have any of it. And, um, and so we had already been traveling for two days or like a, a long time. We were feeling nasty, gross. It was really cold and we didn't have jackets and stuff. And, um, but we want to look at Amsterdam, of course, you know, where here we are in Holland. Um, so we looked all over for a place to buy, you know, a little bit of clothes. And um, everything was closed. It was, it, it was like six at night. I can't remember if it was a Sunday or what the heck, you know, everything was closing. But we found one clothing store that was open, a clothing store for teenagers. <laughs> for hip, modern, like urban teenagers. And so, um, so I bought some jeans that bear, that, well, mm, mm -mm. <laughs> Let me just say that putting on skinny jeans does not make you skinny. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, <laughs> it really doesn't. It, it reminds me more of those, you know how when you have a sausage and it's got that film on it and it makes things all squishy until you, you know, that. And um, the legs, you know, just, just everything. Any Okay. Um, so squishy, you know, pants. And then, um, and, I, and then I bought this kind of cool jacket I still wear and, uh, t for the cold. And then I had to buy a T-shirt. And I bought this one. Um, but oh, I, I ain't opening my jacket. No. Uh, but here's the thing about this shirt. We were walking down Amsterdam. I'm already feeling awkward because these teenage pants I've got on did not work for me. And, um, but I was like, what is up with the shirt? I didn't know that the style for that age group uh, was really long t-shirts, you know? And this thing is like this. I mean, it... <laughs> yeah. So this is actually the first time I've ever worn it since, I think. But I thought I'd just kind of scoot it up, you know, and explain to Zach, yeah, I'm wearing that shirt again. I looked ridiculous, folks. I did. Um, yeah. In fact, I tried to give, give those pants away at our college group at my house. And all these, all these guys were trying them on. It was quite a funny adventure. Okay. <laughs> I had to say something kind of funny because I, I felt like I was going in a little bit of a serious direction here. And I am. So, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, oh, help me. All right, so let the pause button release and back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah, I, I really was feeling, you know, I, I want to give a present to, to Jesus. What does he want? What's his, what's his inheritance? And I remembered, oh, that's us and its souls. What it prompted me to do last night um, uh, when I was home was to, to pray. When I went to bed, I was praying for souls because I know um, in the Bible, it talks about our, us, the saints, being his inheritance, but it also talks about him wanting everyone. And um, so I was like, the people are your inheritance. Our souls is your inheritance. And I want a burden for that. I've had burdens for it before, but I want it to be rekindled for Christmas. <laughs> you know? That's why I do love the idea of going out in Oakland and just giving away, giving of ourselves, you know? 
I love, I love Christmas. I, I love Christmas morning and, and doing the gifts and everything. It's such a warm, wonderful feeling. But man, it feels good to, to just give of yourself and maybe reel in some souls for Jesus, you know? Um, and you don't have to go out and just, you know, say all the points and hand out tracts and all that stuff. Just go out and start loving on people. That's all God told us to do is loving on people, you know? Um, Gabe, I think, may, explained things pretty well a couple weeks ago, you know, talking about evangelism in here. I was intrigued because that's such a good subject. It really is. And that was a good message, Gabe. Um, but I really felt like we should pray for souls tonight in this room. But I want to read to you out of Ephesians 1. Some of you probably guessed that's where I was going to go. Um, I'm going to start with verse 3. Uh, I could use prayer. I'm a little dyslexic, so reading in front of people is really hard, but I want to try, <laughs> okay? Um, uh, I didn't bring my glasses either, but uh, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. This thing is packed, okay? <laughs> this is a good scripture or paragraph, I mean, um, book to uh, meditate on. A good chapter. Who's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Christ is the anointing, anointed one in his anointing, by the way. Just as he chose us, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Holy and without blame. Sounds like a lot of pressure, depending on what your mindset is. But he says, once you're mine, you are holy. You are holy. Yes, we still carry bad habits sometimes, but that's where he's saying, but you're under the blood. Keep coming up to me. Keep reaching. I love your reach. I love your reach. But I'm still growing. I'm still reaching. I love your reach. Uh, <clears throat> uh, one of my issues is getting back to where I was. <laughs> um, he chose us before the foundation of the world that we'd be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons uh, by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glory, uh, of the glory of his grace. He, had, he chose us. He adopted us. We're chosen, y'all, uh, to the praise of his glory, uh, a praise of the glory by his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Okay? This isn't even the part that I was actually trying to get to, but I, had, I wanted to get through all this first because it's just so meaty and good. Let me stop right there. You are the accepted, you are the beloved, according to this. You are the accepted, you are the beloved. Who, me though? But you don't, you don't know what I just was thinking about my spouse or whatever, you know. Uh, that, he didn't say if you're thinking the right thoughts. He just said he made us accepted by the, in, the, in the beloved. So that's why we... That's why we say, I repent. I come back up to the high place, the penthouse. 
I repent. He's calling us back up every time we get an opportunity. We just come back up. He's not saying, I'm going to keep you down there for a while because I'm mad. I'm saying, come back up. Come back up. This is actually where you belong. In him, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. I'm still not at the part that I really wanted to get to, but isn't this good stuff? This Ephesians 1, I'll I'll go to another place sometimes, another place in the Bible for a while, maybe a couple months, and then I, I get reminded of Ephesians 1, and this thing is like coming into a warm blanket. It is. Um, it exists because he loves us. Uh, I should stop interrupting myself, though. Let's see. (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm on 10. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are in earth, in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance. And here's where it gets just so interesting. We've obtained from him an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted after you, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of this inheritance that he gave us until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. I'm still not to the part I wanted to get to. But I'm going to stop there. He's it, now twice here. It's talking about us receiving an inheritance. You know, I'm talking about him receiving an inheritance tonight. But this already mentions that we receive an inheritance twice. You know, and that we're predestined. We're predestined to be his adopted sons and daughters. Uh, in our um, in our Thursday night group, we just have been talking about being sons and daughters for a while, and. Um, it's, it's gone really deep in this discussion. It's been so good saying, what is your identity? It's, what is your calling in life? It, th- your first calling is to be a son or a daughter. Now, we told the college-age ones, and this might be good for anyone else in here who's single, <laughs> who, um, we told them, you know, guys, if you're desperately looking for a girl, stop it. Stop it. Look for the son in yourself. And that's who the girl of your dreams is going to be attracted to. <laughs> and, and same with you girls. You know, if you're looking, if you're, if you're so desperate about looking for a guy and you're, you're all up in arms about it, stop it. Just stop it. Look for the daughter in yourself. And that's going to cause you to glow and draw the right one, you know. Um, we are sons and daughters. It, it's so cliche sometimes that we, we really need to stop and go, oh, really that means royalty you know that means 
brother and sister with Jesus, which is what this is talking about. <clears throat> Verse 15, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in, your pra- in my prayers. Um, this is Paul. Um, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and that you may know what is the hope of his calling. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. And what I was just saying to you a minute ago is your first and foremost calling, I believe, is to be a son or a daughter. And I think that explains it further. Uh, I got to stand like this to see where I was. <laughs> um, thank you. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities, all power and might and dominion, all that stuff that tries to to pull us down all the time, far above all that, he sits. uh, And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one that is to come. I'm going to finish this out, but then back up. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills, uh, who fills all in all. So going back up here um, to, uh, to verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That's my prayer. I, that's, this, is, this is a chapter to pray you guys if you're like i don't know what to pray yes you do you could pray ephesians 1 right here pray that the eyes of my eye my eyes will be um, enlightened the understanding of my eyes and that your neighbor your friends your family that you would um, open their understanding um uh and the hope of his calling what are the riches of glory in his inheritance in the saints jesus's inheritance is the saints it's us it's it's in us and we hear a lot in this church about identity and the lord you know we get the privilege of getting to hear that kind of a message a lot which is really great the funny thing is sometimes we still don't get it day to day um so sometimes we we say it in different ways or you know give a different give it different person's take on it um this is what i want to say tonight you are his inheritance. I am his inheritance. And we are joint heirs with him. Okay? That means our inheritance is us too. <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> our inheritance is also us. Of course, he's inherited a lot more also. He, everything that's in heaven is his. You know? And we have access. But... It really was hitting me last night that that my my inheritance in the Lord is me and you 
as ones who have their eyes open to understanding of his love, who, who, who are enlightened with the truth of his love about us, that we actually do repent, re-go back up to the highest place. You know, he made us and said, I love this one. I love this one. This one, she is mine. This one, he is mine. I'm going to set them up here with me in this high place where I sit in heavenly places above all that mess. And then we are the ones in, right up in here that, that kind of step down a little bit, one day a little tiny bit, maybe another day a whole bunch, to where we forget that that's where we belong up there, um, seated at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places. Uh, so he gives us the opportunity to repent. Um, we also talked in that group recently about repentance and how that's not a bad word. That's not, that's not you know, the way it's been portrayed on the street corner. Repent! You know, you're a mess. You, you're wicked. You're horrible. You know, which when you use that word in that tone and all that, it gives the idea that repent is just like something I can't even do. I can't obtain, you know, something like that. It means if I do that, I'm going to be in chains maybe, you know? No, it's quite the opposite. It's, it's him putting us in the high place. We step down a little bit, but we need to go back up. The pent is penthouse, the highest place, pent. Um, repent. And he gives us the opportunity to do that. And, he, uh, and that is part of our inheritance, to become the real us. You know? Become the real son, the real daughter and I believe that that's what Jesus wants for Christmas. <laughs> now, you can ask him about that yourself, but that's what I was feeling in the movie theater last night and at Chick-fil-A and at home. Like, this is, this is the Christmas present, you know, because you're like, How, what can I give Jesus, you know? Wrap, you know, a, a transformer under the tree for Jesus, you know? Uh, <laughs> of course, anything we give him is a pleasure, I'm sure, to him, you know? Um, but the, the greatest gift we can give him is, is, the, is the real us, the repented us, the us who actually knows that our own inheritance is with him and it's to our own benefit. This whole thing goes around and around in some awesome, glorious circle. Is it making sense? Yeah. It just kind of boggled my mind last night when I was thinking about that. Like, I am my own inheritance. So I want to be a good one, <laughs> you know, um, quite frankly, to, to wake up in the morning and just think, oh, great, another day, you know, and, uh, and then live the, way, the day that way um, would not at all be sowing into my own inheritance whatsoever or his, which is mine, which is his, which is mine. <laughs> yeah. But even more so, is to be outward um, and to pray and about his inheritance world, worldwide, widespread, you know, or citywide. We have a city here called Pleasanton or Dublin or Livermore, Tri-Valley right here that we're sitting in right now that's got thousands and thousands of inheritances for Jesus, you know. But we, 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 it's up to us to go help him get that inheritance, you know. Um, several of us in here I know have been a part of the house of prayer at times, you know, if you, yeah, yeah, some, um, 
we've spent a lot of times in there praying, uh, singing, give Jesus his inheritance. Give Jesus his inheritance. And I'm like, yes, yes, give it to him. And I knew we were talking about people, but when I realized just how personal this really is, he's like, hey, this is mine and yours. Let's get this, you know? Um, that gives me a whole new love level for other people. And I'm, I'm praying tonight that it does for you too. Um, can the couple of musicians come back up here and, and my daughter too? Um, I, I hope that made sense. I hope it made sense. Uh, um, if it didn't, just pray about it. <laughs> But here's what I want to do. This is based on the fact that I kept hearing prayer meeting last night. I um, just want to take the next 10 minutes um, and, and open up this microphone for some prayer. I asked uh, the musicians to get back on the instruments. I think Daniel's going to play the uh, keyboard. Yeah. Daniel? D Danielson? Okay, well, Peter's going to play the bass. <laughs> um, and Daniel will be up here. Huh? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, and I asked uh, Sierra to come back up here so that we can just do a little um, harp and bowl, a little prayer and, and with some music. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Um, I'm going to pray over all of us right now to get his heart for his inheritance, to get his heart for the uh, flock, you know, to get his heart for the souls. There's something really powerful if you go in a room with God and say, souls, souls, souls. You don't have to say anything else. Just say the souls, souls, souls. Something starts coming over you and you start getting a heart for people, for the lost ones out there. And you start feeling it and it, 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 gets in you, you know, heart. It's not a depressing thing, but it is a very serious, powerful thing that starts coming over you when you pray for souls. Our elder team uh, ha had a whole weekend where we were praying for souls, and man, Past uh, Pastor Suzanne, whew, it, it just it swept over her, and she was on the ground just screaming, crying out for souls. Um, and that was God saying, thank you, daughter, Thank you for praying for my inheritance. I'm going to let you feel it, you know? And that's what I'm hoping for us tonight. We don't all have to get on the ground and scream. But I just want to, I want to, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray over you. And if you could just play that chord progression. And, and um, what I'm going to do is pray over you. And then I'm going to open this microphone up um, for you to come up and pray too. But let's keep it really short, okay? Um, and what I mean by short is maybe 30-second prayer, um, just so other people get a chance. We're going to take a couple little breathers and, and just sing a little bit of what we're praying right now. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to give us your heart for souls. We want to give you, Jesus, your birthday present. <laughs> and that would be us praying for souls. That would be us giving you ourself because we're your inheritance. That would be us coming back up to the place where you called us to be. 
the, the true sons and daughters who know that they are sons and daughters and what that looks like. We want that, God. We want to know again. We want to know again what that looks like to you. This is not about us. It's about you. You're the one who makes it about us when we give it all to you. God, so we, we say it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, God. You are to be glorified. And we declare that the name of Jesus becomes famous right here in this Tri-Valley and everywhere that everybody in this room is from. We declare the name of Jesus becomes very famous. We declare the fame of the name of Jesus that eyes and ears will be open to the calling of Jesus, his voice, to, uh, uh, to the Holy Spirit's promptings, that dullness would be cast off in Jesus' name from us and from the people that we're praying for, God, that we would have a pure love for people. And that, that I'm asking now, God, that, that our Christmas present to us, because it's to you and back down to us, is that desire to pray for souls. More of your inheritance. And, God, to live according to who you call us to be. We want to live for you. We want to live with you. You have fun. You sing over us. You spin over us, your word says. And we want to be a part of that. We don't want to distance ourselves anymore. We are your inheritance. And here you go. You can have me for Christmas. <laughs> you can have me for Christmas. And you can have my heart to pray for people for Christmas, God. You can have that. I want you to have that commitment from me. Thank you for this season, God. Thank you for this season. I, I, I declare also, God, that all strife that comes with this season, all, all feelings of not having enough to give or um, any, any type of strife that comes with this season for some would disappear when we start to just pray for souls completely disappear when we see how much higher this is, God. We love you. 